0: Welcome to this Life I Live in Truth podcast, a podcast about living life authentically. Each week, we deliver the best stories from individuals who have decided with intention to live authentic lives. Now here's your host, Jesse Belizeo.
1: First time tuning in. Welcome to the village from your creator and founder, Jesse B. Now this podcast, you know, was created when I finally decided that I was going to live and walk in my truth. So naturally, bi-weekly, I am intentional about interviewing individuals journeying through their life from all different walks in a similar manner, who are not only ready to share, but who are also ready to pour into others. So, this evening, our guest is so ready to pour, and he joins us all the way from the west side of the sunny side of California. He is an entrepreneur, a network marketing professional, a credit influencer, and financial freedom coach. A man with a warm heart who is on a mission through personal development to also change the lives of others through finances. I am grateful I get to introduce the funny, the charming, and the ever-growing Torian Wood to the show. Welcome Mr.
0: Wood. Man thank you. I'm I'm super excited to be on the call. Man, this is my first uh, podcast man. Thank you for Woo-hoo! having me. Popping <laughs> that podcast cherry. Let's get it. <laughs> it man.
1: is a pleasure to have you on the show and seeing as how you're such a busy man I'm so glad our schedules were able to align. Man
0: I'm I'm excited as well. Uh, you know, I I just want to definitely give it back to you for uh just having me. You could have chose anybody, so I'm I'm grateful.
1: Oh, you're welcome. You're welcome. So before we get into tonight's conversation, I thought we could play a little game to sort of break the ice. Are you are you are you are you game?
0: I'm definitely game. Let's let's do it.
1: All right. So this game is called Money Can't Buy and so you have to fill in the blank. Okay? Okay.
0: So okay, I will
1: start the sentence, but you must end it by filling in the blank. So, with the said phrase, I want you to basically give me a knee-jerk reaction form of a speedy response. Mm. Are we Are we in understanding?
0: Yes, we're understanding. So basically, you say "money can't buy," and I say something, or
1: I'll I'll start the sentence, and you just fill in the blank. Got it. Okay.
0: Are okay. you ready? I'm ready.
1: Let it go. All right. Money can buy a house, but not a...
0: Knife.
1: Not a what? Not a knife. Okay. That would have been home, but we we'll keep <laughs> going.
0: All right.
1: You can buy... Money can buy a doctor, but not... A wolf. A
0: wolf? A wolf. I don't, I'm i just thinking randomly, like, I'm not even sure how this goes, but I'm just, I'm just, whatever's uh, shooting at the top of my head, I'm just, I'm just shooting at you.
1: Okay, but I'm going to give you the response and you'll start to get the hang of it. So money okay. can buy a doctor, but not good health.
0: Okay. 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 All right. Got it.
1: Money can buy a clock, but not. Happiness. All right. It's time. Um, Money can buy food, but not. Leadership. There you go. It's appetite. Um, Money can buy insurance, but not. Salvation. There you go. My answer is safety, but it doesn't matter. All right. Thank you so much for playing. I know this was a (laughs) game. I know this was a game, but I think we as people, you know what I mean? We all, you know, we all struggle with this problem that we have. So there are just things, you know, that we cannot buy, um, not even with material things. Right. Absolutely. Absolutely. That's what that exercise was all about. So this is a great segue into our conversation tonight. So um, I want you to take a moment or two to introduce yourself to the people. Let them know who you are. Let the villagers get acquainted to you.
0: Absolutely. Um, My name is Torian Wood, uh, formerly uh, from Los Angeles, California. Uh, grew up in Anaheim, California. Was raised out. Was pretty much raised out there. Uh, I moved to Lancaster, California, within in 2006. Um, I went to school out here. Um, you know, I went to Eastside High School. Went to a little bit of college. Um, I've worked 17 jobs over the course of what two year uh, two years before I became an entrepreneur. Very business oriented. Um, man, just excited about life and um really re- no really simple, you know, I'm a really simple person, really back, like to have fun, outgoing, um love to go to the movies, you know, I'm really plain and simple, like I love anything that's adventurous
1: mm, that's that's amazing, so I'm trying to my math is not that good, you said two years and seventeen jobs, break it down to me how how did that even work? <laughs>
0: <laughs> uh yeah. Well, uh I ca I honestly I couldn't even explain that. One thing I would say is I was always seeking um the highest dollar. You know, I was always going from job to job to job, looking for the highest dollar. Whatever was paying, I was going to. Sometimes I would have two jobs at a time. Uh I remember one time I had a three, you know, but it was really stressing me out, so I had to go to one. And crazy thing about it I thought that working three jobs at a time was gonna actually solve a problem, but it didn't. Hmm. Hmm.
1: Back to that exercise, right? Money, mm-hmm. money, money can give you jobs, but there's always something, right?
0: Exactly. That makes sense. That makes so much sense. Now I see why you did that. <laughs>
1: right. 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 So you have been Torian. You have been very vocal on your social about having a money mindset. So what does that mean, and why is it so important that you teach this to your audience?
0: Man, if I could be technically honest, um, it's important because I wasn't given financial literacy growing up. You know, uh, life for me growing up was just paying my bills on time, right? And that really didn't tell me anything. And one thing that I realized is I had uh, an impulse uh, problem. I was always impatient the lack of self-control, I lacked the discipline. I was always impulses to make decisions. And though, because of those things in my early childhood, they really affected me uh, growing up. You know, as I was growing up, I started making really dumb decisions. And to give you an example, before I let you go on, I took out a student loan um, at an early age, right after high school, because my parents said, well, you know what? We're not gonna buy you clothes anymore. What we're gonna do is you're either gonna go to college, or you're gonna to go to school. I chose to go to college, put out a student loan, and I bought clothes with that student loan. I didn't even buy any uh any books, right? But that was due to the lack of financial literacy. So when it comes to financial literacy, it's so important to me now because it you have to have that financial uh foundation. Mm-hmm.
1: And that foundation is so key. And is it going to look different for everyone, or or are there some critical core things that you you think that people should 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 be aware of?
0: Yeah, um, I would say that uh, it can look different for you know because the crazy thing about it is this stuff gets deep. Is a lot of times when we grow up, um, how we think about money is altered how what was told to us about money growing up mm-hmm. right so it can look it, it can look really different for every every person like i may struggle with budgeting but that person over there may have not struggled budget maybe he, maybe he struggles with actually spending like he doesn't want to spend maybe he wants to hold because he's afraid of actually spending and being broke right you know what right. I'm so, so every, Every every situation is very different according to uh, every person that you meet, you know, mm-hmm. and it's it's really special when you actually can kind of see how people spend their money, how, uh, how responsible they are with their money. All that stimulates from previous failures, broke days, not having enough money, maybe uh, not coming from uh, income and so forth. Like, you see some of the successful people, but what did their childhood look like? Mm-hmm. Where they really, where mm-hmm. they really come from? Maybe some of the richest people were, as kids, and then mo- some of the ter- most terrible is spenders. Because you know why? Because they had a lot of money, and they just spent, spent, spent. And mm-hmm. you see where they happened because they came for money. They really didn't think like, "Hey, I'm gonna make it. I'm gonna make it back tomorrow." Like, I don't really care how much I'm spending because I'm gonna get it back the next day.
1: Right, right. Mm-hmm. And I like mm-hmm. how we're talking about this on a macro level. But on a micro yeah. level, on a personal level, um what would you say your rela- your personal relationship like has been with money growing up, and what was it like then, and what was it like now, and has there been a change in the two times?
0: Yeah, so back then, I would say that um I was just spending spending money, I really didn't understand the language of money and how to attract it because money really has the language if you don't know the language of money it's going to be really hard to attract money to you so when i was a kid i was just spending money you know growing up you know 18 and 19 years old um i was spending money at the parties you know the clubs the the bottles the drinks all those different things what changed for me was when i had a wake-up call where i couldn't go do the things that i wanted to do because i realized i had financial issues i was spending my money on things that were not getting me ahead of life so once Mm -hmm. i realized that you know i'm not actually reaching my goals due to my spending habits me not saving money or putting money in an effective place where it's growing um i made some changes and i decided to learn more about budgeting learn more about savings and also also having goals of where where your money should be going uh what should your money be looking like uh five months from now and so forth you know so that would be my response
1: i love that you say that goals with money a lot of people talk about you know goals like i want to lose weight but you know sometimes people aren't thinking about goals as it relates to their money and how they facilitate their money right so i'm Mm. I'm really glad and happy that you said that so as an entrepreneur torian um, and financial freedom coach, what has this field taught you about human relationships?
0: That's a deep question, um, man. I'm a
1: deep person,
0: Torian. <laughs> <laughs> that's, a, that's a deep question right there. Um, wow, I mean, wow. A lot of, I mean, the world revolves around money. We technically look like look you know, look at everything world revolves around a lot of things fall because of money. Um, I know several men that will not be in any committed relationship if their finances are not looking right. Um, Like, I know so many divorces that fail because of money, right? Mm -hmm. So when you see, when you see all these different things going on in the world, what that does is it alters uh some of uh I'm speaking for the men it alters how we think. It's like, you know what, well I don't want that to happen to me. So you know what, let me get my kingdom right. And when I get those things together, then I can invite a woman in. But then you have the other perspective of some men don't mind building where they are. Right? You have the men that want to get themselves together doing the inner work, making great money, personal development, working out and so forth. But then you have the other men that are right not really where they want to be but they will build with a woman according to where they are so Mm -hmm. it's different it's different type of it's different perspectives for different situations but i would say that uh money has an effect on everything right for sure
1: so clearly you have a better relationship you have you went from having an unhealthy relationship with money to to one that I I think you would say is a healthy relationship you went from spending popping bottles all this stuff and now you're 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 fiscally responsible with your money um and what did that journey look like how how long did it take for you to to get it right you know
0: yeah, so I, I will say I remember it was a time where I was in San Francisco. Um, I was driving Uber out there, you know, and um I live in Lancaster, California, but I was driving about five hours away just to drive Uber. I was making about two thousand a week driving Uber, sleeping in my car, taking a shower, Planet Fitness, every morning for a year. And I was making great money, but um I realized that it wasn't what changed is I was like, Man, I, I'm making all this money, but I'm not making any invest, investments. I'm not making any uh, responsible uh, choices. So that was really like the the turning point for me when I was making great money there, and I was like, you know what? Um, I can I can do I can do better because I'm spending all this money out here. But there's other things that I can be doing to put me in a position to to do better and grow as well.
1: Hmm. hmm that's that's amazing so if you were to give like a a time length how long did that take
0: it took me a couple of years uh, honestly okay. it took me mm-hmm. yeah it took me it, it took me a couple of years for being technically honest it wasn't it wasn't easy because you have to break those habits Right, uh, so right. You have to, you have to break those habits. You know, Um I mean, think about like, I'm all, always on the go. You know, so, so oftentimes in the past I was ordering DoorDash and so forth, but that's not really the best decision because, and that's because you know why I didn't have the discipline to actually go to the refrigerator and go cook me a meal, right? I didn't have the discipline to go to the store. You're about to use that hundred bucks. That's only five meals on DoorDash when you could have bought your whole refrigerator food you can go mm-hmm. get in your car and go buy a hundred dollars worth of food and put in your refrigerator and be good but instead you want to buy door desk, which is 20 bucks per meal pretty much right so after seeing all those losses and where my money was going i was like you know what like i can't do this anymore i i have to do better with my money mm-hmm. and okay. also too also too i'll tell you this um um <laughs> I was a major gambler as well. I know this is a twist. <laughs> I was a major gambler as well. So I dealt with a lot of money. And um a a part of my turning point was due to losing a lot of money in the gambling scene. I rent, mm-hmm. A lot of money came through my hands and a lot mm-hmm. of money went out. And when I was seeing how much money was coming through my hands and so forth, I was like, "Dude, like all this money's coming out, and what do I have to show for it? Nothing." you know, so, so that really hit me psychologically, like, you had all this money, like, you touched a lot of money more than people at your jobs, bosses, and, and so forth, but right. look where you are now, no car, no house, still base, still the basic you, so I had to make a change, because I realized that everything, that my priorities were out of whack. Mm, mm.
1: I love that, thank you for for opening up, for being vulnerable, I think a lot of listeners are going to this is really going to resonate with them. Um, you have to, it's about that money mindset shift, right? Mm-hmm. You have to know what is a priority. And yep. so um, when I was in, um, getting my master's um, in Africana studies, um, we had did a unit where we spoke about um, the, the relation to like slavery and how that has impacted our relationship with money um, wow. as 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 a common thing, black and brown people, we have this propensity to spend. It is like something that is inherent within us. Mm-hmm. And part of the reason that they gave in that unit that I was learning is, that when we were enslaved, there were a lot of things that were that we could not have, right? So when right. we come out of that, we're like, I want everything that I didn't have. And so there, there comes that propensity to spend, right?
0: Mm-hmm.
1: And so a, let alone whether or not you have this habit where you want to buy DoorDash when you're starting and you know that you, the people who came before you have this propensity to spend that they have to kind of, it's a, its kind of like this habit that, that was an in, inherit within you that you have to kick. It's like this habit that you have to kick that you didn't even know you had. Right. right. And right. so there's, there's a lot that, Um, for black and brown people, I feel that we are up against, but I think now more than ever is, is, is the time for us to really pay attention to our fine. Well, make sure you click that subscribe button. So you never miss a show. We interrupt this programming to tell you about the truth cards. If you haven't gotten your personal deck, what are you waiting for? They are head and heart question cards to help you find and or affirm the one. Really great conversation starters and a great form of check-in. Again, click the link below to order your personal deck. Now back to the show. Finances and really get a handle on how we can get ahead, not just for ourselves, but for our posterity, right?
0: Absolutely. Absolutely.
1: So I digress. What is no? That was
0: a great share. <laughs> to com to comment on that, um I would say that you know it was because c- as you were speaking, I was thinking like, okay, we're tr- we feel like we're behind, right? Mm-hmm. We're like the reason why we spend the way we spend is because we're we're trying to catch up. So when we see those other ethnic groups having the things that we truly desire, right? right. Like it looks nice, right. the nice watch, the nice car, and so forth. When mm-hmm. we get money what do we do we go spend because right. we ultimately want to blend in we want to feel
1: we want to keep wealthy. up with the joneses yeah
0: exactly we want to keep up but mm-hmm. in actuality we aren't catching up to anything because uh wealth is a mindset it's not designer or clothes it's not shoes it's a mindset before anything they have the mindset of wealth you just got money but you still have that poor slavery mindset because it hasn't been reconditioned. You oh, got to be reconditioned. My goodness,
1: mindset of wealth. It is all about mindset. Say that again, Torian, for the people in the back.
0: <laughs> it's all about it's all about mindset. You got to have a mindset of wealth, you know, and that took a long time to have. It it, it took a a shift of right. hanging hanging around people that understood money, having a mentor and so forth, uh, character, integrity, like you have to have a mindset before anything. Because a person who has a lot of money and no mindset of wealth, then you'll be back in this. you'll be broke within what? A couple of days, maybe even a month. I'll give you a month, right? Maybe you got a good mom that, you know, can be an advisor. But if you don't change your mindset, because the Bible talks about renewing your mindset every day. So what you watch, what you see on TV, you're going to go do those very things, right? But um, what are you reading? You know what I'm saying? Are you reading books? Are you investing into yourself, right? Because I find that a lot of millionaires put their secrets in books. And if you, uh, like Robert Kiyosaki, uh, you know, there's a book called The Secrets of the Millionaire Mindset, right? Mm -hmm. These are all books that are, that are very good for the you have because you have to stretch those muscles and like we talk about the mindset the slavery mindset the only way to get out of that and i call that a a weakness is you have to strengthen it with information we lack information we weren't given information to have that mindset so you know what we have to do we have to reverse everything that was taught or passed Mm -hmm. down Mm -hmm. we have to tear it down Because that's not the foundation that we are supposed to be standing on. And then what we have to do is rebuild it with information that's going to help us and empower us to be those wealthy individuals who have a wealthy mindset.
1: Precisely, precisely. I just wrote down that book. So that book, again, is the secret of the millionaire mindset, correct? Absolutely. secrets. I love it. I love it what would you say Torian is one piece of advice that you will leave our villagers with? That's what I call the listeners. um, As a whole, what would your advice be? Money
0: advice. Man. uh, Well, um, one thing I will say for us, you know, that those are the listening is start somewhere, right? Because We should have been taught financial literacy at early, age 10, 11. But because we were not giving all of this value, all of this information, a lot of us couldn't buy our first house at 21, right? Because our credit was messed up, because our parents put things in our name and we wonder why do we have bad credit at the age of 22? Mm -hmm. Start, Start early. Right. If you if you are lacking financial literacy, literally get around some people who are making great money and start picking their mind, asking questions, Mm -hmm. because when you ask the right questions, you get the right answers. Right. If you seek information, it'll come to you. But what are you seeking? You know, so as you start seeking the right information, those answers to your question will start to come. But you have to have a mindset of wanting to know more. So my best advice is to prepare the next generation for your kids growing up. Start teaching them early. Don't wait. Don't wait because you, you don't know how much. We, don't, we all don't know how much time we really have here, mm-hmm. right? So we want, to, we, we, want, we want to be preparing our children to be better than us. Of course, let's go get the help as parents but as our children let's prepare them how can we make this world better prepare them and teach them financial literacy take mm-hmm. a financial literacy course take a financial literacy course do quizzes do board games get educated because when you get educated about money man it'll, it'll change your whole world and how you see different things you will no longer stress about money you'll mm-hmm. know that you know you, you'll begin to attract it and so forth but one thing I'll say is that you, you you have to gather information. You've got to get information because the Bible says that we perish because a lack of information.
1: Mm-hmm. We perish from a lack of information. We sure do. Man. What would you say is one of the, you know, when we talk about money, um, there's a lot of different pockets. You know, you could talk about investments, you could talk about um, um, Roth IRAs, you can talk about um, ways in which to make residual income. What would you say is an area, we can talk about credit, credit scores. What would you say is an area that our community, speaking specifically to Black and Brown communities, is an area where there is a lot of lack, or where you found that we we really don't know that much about.
0: Uh, I would say credit. Hmm. Credit and how say, it works. Uh, Absolutely, because think um, about think about it. Think about it uh, credit is really the foundation. Um, uh, in my personal opinion, you you can't get a car, you can't get um, you can't get a house, uh, you can't go get a business loan, you can't do anything about without credit. Like if your credit is messed up, they literally judge you by a three digit score, which doesn't define you, right? Because everybody makes mistakes. If we were given the information if we were given the right information do you think a lot of people would be making the decisions that they were making no because who wants to ha- if i knew that credit was important i would have messed it up right after high school i would have did better right? right so if we if right. we were to know if we were to know about credit and how we can turn credit into money on mm-hmm. how we can uh turn our secure credit cards into unsecured credit cards and be able to leverage the bank's money to go Get passive income by putting cars on Turo and doing Airbnbs with the technology that we have. Come on, we now? would have never, we, we would, we would have never messed up our credit. But the thing about it is, when we have bad credit, banks are eating up off of that. Car dealerships are eating off of our uh, deficiencies. Mm-hmm. They're they they are feeding their families off our lack of knowledge.
1: Right, it's a business. <laughs>
0: oh my gosh man is, you know it like is it is absolutely right you know so we have to stop think about how many banks how many overdraft fees people are having literally banks are making billions on billions of dollars off of overdraft fees mm-hmm. off of people that can't even afford to even pay those overdraft fees back but right. the banks are collecting that money right mm-hmm. like they're the, because we lack financial literacy the banks are winning Right, like it, it's, they're probably you. The the, cra- the crazy thing about it is they are probably using overdraft fees to pay their employees. Wow. Yeah. I exactly. I'm just I'm just saying. I'm you know I'm just I, I don't know what's going on, but I'm only using my imagination, right? right. Like you know, so it's just it is really crazy, and this this conversation is really good, man. We I have to start having more conversations like this because it's so real. It's so, it's so, it's so real, man. You know, my, my mom didn't teach me financial literacy, uh, but she always did tell me to pay my bills on time. Her and my stepdad had, uh, you know, great credit, you know, and so forth. So it's just like, wow. Wow. And that's a big Um, part.
1: As much as you say, you know, she didn't teach you that much paying your bills on time is, is a significant portion of what, makes up your credit score but if you do that you, you you you're you're ahead of a lot of other people so she yep. she, she was right she was right in that sense oh Absolutely. my goodness Torian this conversation <laughs> is is amazing and I know people are like with their little notepad taking notes um but before I let you go, like, how do people stay connected with you? What's coming down the pipeline within the next month that you can share openly? Just let the people know.
0: Man. Um, yeah. So uh, you can contact me on Facebook. Um heavenly on Facebook. Uh, you can send me a prayer request or, or follow me. Uh, I spell my name T-O-R-R-E-Y-U-N. Last name is Wood. Um, same thing across Instagram as well. Um, I'm building a movement. You know, I'm building a movement of people that are spreading the message of financial literacy. And, you know, I'm looking for people that are passionate about growing and helping others, you know. And I really want people to see that, you know, just like Jesus was able to spread the gospel about. Uh, how to be saved and living right and so forth. and He only needed twelve. Mm-hmm. Listen, we don't need we don't we we don't need everybody to understand, but we want the people that are looking for us, that are looking for help, that want more out of life, that believe that there's something else that, that there's something else that they can look forward to. People, a lot of people are looking for their next, and I'm looking for those people because I believe those people have something special. To contribute to this uh, world, but they're looking for a door, right? And I just, you know, I believe that, you know, if we came together, we can really make an impact uh, on every life uh, that we come in contact with.
1: Mm-hmm. I love it. I love it. People are looking for a door. Yeah, for sure. For sure. Wow. Super, super impactful. So if you guys want to get a hold of Torian Wood, his name again is spelled T O R R E Y U N last name Wood W O O D. All right Torian, is there any final words you want to share with either myself or with the audience before I let you go?
0: Man, no, thank you but thank you uh for having me. This is this is very good. Uh this actually incur- encouraged me to even uh keep going uh you know keep spreading uh the message because more people need to hear about it uh, and not just one time a week but repetitively because the more we hear it we can begin to break cycles and we can begin to break bondages and uh generational curses off our life but we need to hear it repetitively people need to actually know that it's possible To make it out their situation that it's possible to not lack, it's possible to uh, not be going check to check, but it's possible to be able to attract more income to them. They need to be hearing this, if not once a week, two to three times a week, and so forth, so that way they can break the cycle.
1: Come on now, come on now, we got to break the cycle. I have a friend who who does uh, financial literacy as well, and he always talks about like. I live out in the DMV, D.C., Maryland, Virginia area, and it's an area that is heavily, really big on brunch, right, the brunch culture. And he he always come, comes for people who, who go to brunch often. He's like, you know how much money you could save not going to brunch?
0: <laughs> but- <laughs> them brunches be good, though. Mimosas they mimosas be, be, be everything, be good. Though, they man. be good, but I'm <laughs>
1: telling you, man, they be, they be eating in them pockets. Once in a while is cool.
0: It's cool. Once in a while is cool. Absolutely.
1: Yeah, for sure. For sure. Well, Torian, it was a pleasure having you on. I think the wealth of information that you have is amazing. I'm sure people will be getting in contact with you. Um, Guests, thank y'all so much for tuning in. I want you to make sure to stay Stay tuned within the next two weeks for a new dynamic episode. And until next time, I want you to cancel the noise to seek the truth that is often only found in the light and to live your life in the most authentic of fashions. Until next time.
0: Thanks for joining us this week on This Life I Live in Truth podcast. Make sure to visit our website, www.thislifeiliveintruth.com, where you can stay connected and subscribe to the podcast so you'll never miss a show. While you're at it, if you found value in this show, we'd appreciate a rating on any and all platforms, or for you to simply tell a friend. Feel free to also check out our e-course, Finding Your Purpose. Until next time, listeners, cancel the noise and seek the truth that is often found in, in the light.